project. It was like having a mission impossible, except you got marked on it. Shh, Eugenia hissed at her friends. This sounds cool. Rudy, Bronte and Crazy Trevor stopped giggling and began to listen to Mr. Columbus attentively. Let me explain, continued Mr. Columbus. I don't know if any of you ever watch the news or read the paper, but if you don't, I'm sure your parents will confirm that we live in very strange times. There is lots of pollution, crime, starvation, poverty, and war in the world. These are all very grown-up subjects that cause an immense amount of unhappiness in the world we live in. And I am here to tell you that this is your world. It belongs to you. So you have a responsibility to make it better. There was a hush throughout the classroom. Everyone suddenly seemed to find Mr. Columbus interesting for a change. What I want you to do is to make a difference to the world you live in, Mr. Columbus went on. Think of how you can pay it forward and save the planet. It's like having a savings account by investing in your futures today. On Friday, I want you to show the class how and what you did to pay it forward. You can cover any topic, whether it's the environment, people's health, the homeless, or perhaps some research or ideas you have to make the world a better place. I want you to get out there interacting and thinking about the world you live in, he said. Although this does sound a little overwhelming, remember, it just takes the first tiny step to climb a mountain. So, kids, pay it forward and save the planet. Wow, this sounds fabulous! said Rudy. Great, said Eugenia. Very nice, said Bronte. Uh, yeah, mumbled Crazy Trevor. There were just four days till Friday morning when they would be presenting their project. So, on Tuesday lunchtime, Eugenia, Rudy, Trevor and Bronte had decided to make a start and were discussing the Pay It Forward and Save the Planet project. I think I'm going to recycle all the rubbish at my dad's shop, said Rudy. Rudy's parents ran a corner shop on Leavesden Road, which certainly created a lot of rubbish. I'm going to insist my parents start separating their rubbish into special bins so that things like bottles and cardboard can be recycled. I think I'm going to collect unwanted clothes and shoes from all my neighbours and send them to poor people in Africa, said Bronte. Some Africans have to walk for miles in bare feet. And I'm going to help slow down global warming, said Crazy Trevor. Apparently, we make so many gases with all the stuff we use, it makes the world heat up like a greenhouse. Well, Trevor, that's really smart, said Bronte. What exactly are you going to do to help? Well, um, like, I'm going to stop eating broccoli and baked beans for a start, Crazy Trevor said proudly. So hopefully I'll stop letting off any gas myself. And then if I catch anyone else letting one off, I'm going to give them what for and they will be fined. And I'll give the money to my new foundation, the No More Toxic Gas Foundation. Like it? Very nice, said Bronte. Uh, yeah said Rudy. Meanwhile, Eugenia said nothing. She was too busy thinking about what she could do to help pay it forward. 
What are you going to do, Eugenia? asked Rudy. Um, I'm still thinking about it, said Eugenia, who so far hadn't come up with a single idea. Well, you'd better get a move on, said Rudy, pulling Jermaine the gerbil from his pocket. We only have a few days to do it. Jermaine was very wriggly and loved to fidget. He had sandy-coloured fur with a black tip on the end of his long tail. Isn't he just the cutest thing, said Rudy. Very nice, said Bronte. Looks like a little rat, if you ask me, laughed Trevor. My cat would love to eat him up for breakfast. That's not funny, you oaf, said Rudy, giving Jermaine a kiss. Jermaine is not a rat, and he's the most precious thing in the world to me. Suddenly, Jermaine scrambled onto Rudy's hair. Anushka, who was sitting on the lunch table opposite, began to scream. A rat! Ah! Help me! Do something! She shrieked.